guided by the values. And that's the part that um, is, I think, most important about rededicating a commitment to the values of life, the values of caring about each other. And that's what Hanukkah's at its core about. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. The Kepco Kids to Kids Toy Drive is on. We here at WTMJ, proud to support that effort over many years. So all day tomorrow, with the exception of Wisconsin's Morning News, right? Because it's just too early, nothing's happening. Right, yep, we'll be here. WTMJ program starting with... Uh, WTMJ Now and Steve Scafidi. They're going to be live at the Kesmeric Center for Human Performance in Grafton, but you don't have to wait until tomorrow if you want to help children in need. So this afternoon, I'll be out at the Blaine's Farm and Fleet in Grafton, noon to two, helping collect toys and your donations. Oh, very nice. Come on up and see me. What, what are you going to do? Are you right. going to... You're going to be the on the radio. WTMJ at all, Street Team will be out there. We'll okay. have little gifts to hand out and thing, you know, prizes for you to win and Meet whatever. Say hello and uh, hope to talk to some good people as well. We're Excellent. looking for new unwrapped toys. You can come by and deliver them in person. That would be great. Say hello. Over the years, this effort has delivered more than three hundred fifty thousand toys yeah. to families in Pretty our area. Pretty awesome. Yeah, in our area too, by the way, in Wisconsin. And so, one of the great components about this too, and the idea behind it, is you get young people involved in contributing as well. So you can engage your family, maybe get your kids in helping select yeah. some of the toys. If they can be the ones who drop it in the bin or come by today mm-hmm. or whatever, Pick be it part out. of the drop off. Yeah. Right, teach them about giving. Some of the initiatives are student led. Some of the high schools up there: Grafton, Cedarburg, Port Washington, Homestead. They have a combined leadership team that drives some of the donations. They look for that from other students. They go out and secure business sponsorships as well. It is awe-inspiring. I've been to the Capco event at the end of this run when they have all the toys just there on site. And it's amazing. Mountain of toys. Oh, my gosh. I always joked. I brought my little girl there, and she started getting the shakes as she sees the piles and piles oh. of Barbies everywhere. She's like, oh. <laughs> So the drive runs through December 23rd. You can drop off at Capco headquarters in Grafton, any of the drop-off locations, including the Blaine's Farm and Fleet in Grafton, where I'll be from noon to 2 today. Stop out and say hello. You know where else we're going to be? Later on today, we're going to be pouring drinks at the Newsroom Pub. There's you another and me. opportunity to come by and say hello. Milwaukee Press Club does yeah. this every year. They call it Meet the Media. Yeah. So 5 p.m. Various notable figures and Eric and me will be there. <laughs> 5 until when? Uh, well, I'll, I'll hang out for a bit, Deb, but I think I'm behind the bar. We're probably behind the bar, what, 10, 15, 20 minutes? No. Well, that's it? Oh, well, come because on, man. Th- there's so many people that are oh, yeah, okay. participating. <laughs> Let me pour you one tonight. Yeah. You would like or- a Harvey Wallbanger, please? <laughs> oh, that <laughs> oh, would geez, be awesome. Dad, I dare right? you. I dare you to order that. Then I'm going to call on the actual bartender back there and say, like, give me some help with this one. Sports coming up. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive and Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The bright lights of the Sin City are officially upon the Milwaukee Bucks. The NBA in-season tournament semifinal round is set to take place later today as Milwaukee gets ready to face off with the Indiana Pacers for a trip to the championship round. The Bucks, the last time they faced off with Indiana, lost back on November 9th. Milwaukee guard Damian Lillard did not play in that contest but knows the task is going to be a tough one for his team as they try to advance to the championship round. You know, we know that they're a team that's going to play extremely fast. Um, they got a lot of a lot of youth about them, you know, young energy, confident. 
they play hard, they shoot a lot of threes, and um, you know, Rick Carlisle has those guys playing. You know, they playing together. They playing with a lot of confidence. Um, we're gonna have to, you know, be sharp. We're gonna have to come in. We're gonna have to be ready to defend those guys. They spread the floor. They get into the paint. They kick it out. A lot of shooters. They got a shooting big man. So um, we're gonna have to be really sharp. It's gonna be a good game. Tip off between the Bucks and Pacers. All set for 4 p.m. today. An odd start time. Just keep that in your mind. 4 p.m. You can tune in right here on WTMJ, beginning at 3:30 for full coverage. From the NBA over to college hoops, after a tough loss last weekend, the Marquette Golden Eagles bounced back in a big way on Wednesday night, knocking off 12th-ranked Texas to win by a final of 86-65. Kolek in the lane to the basket to a trailing Ross. He can't finish. He falls down, but Marquette keeps it. Kolek in the corner. He's going to try a three. You got it. Oh, baby, listen to that crowd. They've been wanting the screen. They got a chance. Homer and Tony on the call on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee as the eighth-ranked Golden Eagles with the win improved to 7-2. and two. And after that loss to Wisconsin over the weekend, according to head coach Shaka Smart, it was a win that was much needed for his program. The last few days were, were definitely not the most comfortable days with you know within or inside our program. You know that game on Sunday or Saturday really hurt. First and foremost, our players uh, you know really wanted to come together and step forward and you know be be better as a team. Uh, and, and obviously tonight, in a lot of ways, was a result of you know coming together around you know some adversity that we hit. Good win for the Golden Eagles. Next up, a, another home matchup against Notre Dame on Saturday night. Bounce back for MU. It was a good it's one. Right. Yeah. When I saw that on the schedule, I was like, oh, that's a tough one after an emotional loss. Right. Good win for Shaka Smart. Uh, good win for the program. 719, Wisconsin's morning news. David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do James Conkirk, Douglas, and the late Dinosaurus. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> we could really let the whole thing play if we wanted to. Eight-day celebration of Hanukkah begins this evening. Jews across the world observing the holiday. With, of course, the lighting of the menorah, Bayshore Town Center has a huge event tonight. That starts at 5 o'clock. Everybody welcome. They say it's the largest Hanukkah celebration in the state, and this year will feature a drone show as well if you need it. There you go. You know how I feel about drone shows. <laughs> Friend of the program, president and CEO of the Harry and Rose Sampson Family Jewish Community Center, Mark Shapiro, in studio with us this morning. Happy Hanukkah, my friend. Thank you. It's always great that you get the uh, Arthur Fonzarelli part in. Get the whole bronze <laughs> Fonz in. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's always a good local tie-in, and uh, I, I'm nothing I'm never gonna. Um, it's never gonna get lost on me being called friend of the show. Like it's a status. <laughs> yeah, thing it is. I'm a status. happy about it. Look, I I want to <clears throat> focus on the holiday and I want to get into a lot of its origins and things like that and how you'll celebrate. But because I want to end with joy and hope, Mark, let's start with. I have to think for so many young Jews in particular, this holiday will be unlike any other they've experienced, given the October seventh attack in Israel and the ongoing war with Hamas. How? Mm. Is the community going to navigate through this season of joy and then also the status of current events? Wow. Uh, I'm so glad that you gave me an hour and 10 minutes to respond to all of this. Um, You know, there's the addition. uh, It's not just about what's happening in Israel. It's also about this just complete rise in anti-Semitism that's happening right here. And um, Hanukkah is a holiday in which there's just a couple of key things that you're really supposed to do. And most of it is about shining light on something, right? These growing amounts of candles each night. And it is a holiday where the menorah is actually supposed to be put in the window of your house. 
if you're walking through the streets in Israel, there's actually like a cutout and you put it like right on the, the doorpost, like right out okay. there. And um, you're right. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are maybe not going to put their decorations up or are not going to put their menorah in the window um, out of the fear of what's happening right now. There is a um, there's been a growing amount of hate in our country that's not just about anti-Semitism, right? Like it's people seem to find what's wrong with everybody. Uh, and so I'm I'm with you on that. I'm a little worried about what is this going to mean. I think it's also um, about the challenge that each person is feeling about what's happening in the world. And uh, at the same time, we have to persevere. And that is actually exactly what Hanukkah is about. Um, it's uh, it's about persevering. It's about rededication. And it's about shining light. And we're actually going to be doing a project about that. You know, I find it interesting. We talk about the growing um, amounts of hate that seem to be a that seems to be out there, but also, <clears throat> I don't know what word to use, but almost the apathy toward it as well. I mean, we saw that in Washington this week, just this very awkward back and forth between what the presidents of MIT, Harvard, Penn, they were in a congressional hearing and they, <clears throat> they struggled with the idea of anti-Semitism seeping onto their campus. They almost were dodging questions about it. And I, I couldn't quite figure out what they were trying to say, but they looked very foolish this past week. Yeah, and I don't think they were struggling with the idea or the concept. You can't struggle with it. You'd have to um, have been out of town and blind. Um, they were struggling with just saying it. And that's the thing that's fascinating is, uh, you know, if you if it looks like it and it smells like it, it's it. Yep. And I don't know why the leaders of our most prestigious higher education of all people can't just say it. It's hate. You cannot allow people to use words like genocide. <laughs> and as a chant, it, it is um, it is mind boggling. And for uh, young people, uh, these are their leaders of their college experiences, and they are overwhelmed. My, uh, both of my daughters work for Hillel's on college campuses. They are overwhelmed. They don't even understand. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. And at the same time, they are hosting these students coming to create these safe spaces for it. And I'm really proud of the people that are working on college campuses right now to try and create safe spaces when the leadership won't do it. Talking they won't do it. Mark Shapiro, he is president and CEO of the Harry and Rose Sampson Family Jewish Community Center. So let's focus on the holiday market. Give us a, a few hallmarks. Uh, I, I was telling you, but for the fact that it occurs around Christmas, I, as uh, you know, someone who was raised Christian, I think probably I was even told it's the Jewish Christmas, which it so is not, right? It was just well, an absurdity. It, it, in some ways, it is the Jewish Christmas, right? I mean, it actually, by by aligning with it, the gift giving, yeah, the sure. time of There's year. Some similarities. And at the end of the day, it's about coming together as a family and, and celebrating, right? Christmas is a celebration. There's no pain to it. There's no no um, bad memories about it. And it's about, <laughs> except for, you know, family times that, did, that went wrong. <laughs> right, that we invent. <laughs> yes, but... Um, but it, it, in a lot of ways, it is in that way because it's about family. It's about trying to come together and bring joy. It's about sharing with each other. But it's not the most important holiday on the calendar. And I think that's what it comes down to as that differentiator, right? We, we have the – in Judaism, we have the high holidays. They're uh, in the fall, and they're about Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And actually, the most important holiday is every Friday night to Saturday night. It's the Sabbath. It's the one that uh, – that kind of wins out in the battle of whose rules uh, go with each other. And uh, and we'll have actually one where Hanukkah and the Sabbath will come together on Friday night. And you actually light the Hanukkah candles first, 
then the Shabbat candles, because once you write, light the candles for the Sabbath, you can't do anything. And then you have to light the candle that ends the Sabbath before you can light the Hanukkah candle. So uh, even the Sabbath wins on Hanukkah. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, the holiday is about uh, commemorating uh, perseverance. And it's if you think about it, it's perfect timing. It's about the perseverance of the Maccabees and the temple being destroyed and coming back and rededicating to it, guided by the values. And that's the part that... Um, is I think most important about rededicating a commitment to the values of life, the values of caring about each other, and that's what Hanukkah's at its core about. Is there a traditional cookie? Is there a traditional game? Do you play oh, dreidel? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And yes, and yes. Right? Yeah, there's a well. There's a tradition without a doubt. Everybody's got their own kind. Uh, the big the big foods right now are all about being fried in oil, kids. This <laughs> is the time of year. Get ready <laughs> right. with it. Uh, uh, it's about the jelly donut called a sufganiyot. It's about the latke, which is a potato pancake. Um, otherwise known as the accoutrement to the Friday fish fry here. Kartoffelkuchen. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then we and then we get into the battle of are you a sour cream or an applesauce kind of person with the latkes. So there's really, um, a, and I'm glad. Let's let's get to the joy because there are good things happening, right? For the for all the presidents of the universities that are not doing well, there's a lot of presidents of universities that are saying what needs to be said, and there's a lot of good out. And there's community supporting. Uh, Vince was with us in D.C. to see 300,000 people come together and to to see a community that is uh, finding support in certain ways. And we want to give that to the community. So we're going to have a program this year called Shine the Light, a chance for people to say that there's enough darkness going on. There's enough bad things going on. You don't have to be Jewish to put light out into the world during these next eight days. So uh, you can go to the JCC's website, uh, jccmilwaukee.org or the Milwaukee Jewish Federation's website and click on the shine the light. And as you do this, it's the opportunity to download a picture of a menorah or a place to order one and light the candle. You know, tonight, light a candle, put it in your window. It doesn't have to be a menorah. It doesn't say that you're Jewish. It just says... I'm going to stand with um, being against hate. I'm going to stand with tolerance. Appreciate it, Mark. I hope it's a happy and safe holiday for you. Happy holidays to everybody. Friend of the program, Mark Shapiro with us this morning. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Marky Bucks are in Las Vegas as they are in search of the league's inaugural in-season tournament championship. The Bucs are just two wins away from accomplishing that as they get set to face off the Indiana Pacers today. Damian Lillard met with the media on Wednesday, sharing some of his thoughts on the chances of what this title could mean, but also dove into the bigger picture for his team. To win the Cup, it, it'd be a great great thing for our team. Like I said, obviously we're here to win it regardless, um, just as competitors and people who love the game. And uh, it'll, it'll be something for us to build on, but it... For me personally, it's not going to be like, oh, we won something. You know, like I'm interested in winning in June more than anything. But uh, like I said, this is a great opportunity for us to accomplish something that's happening for the first time and also something for us to build on. Head coach Adrian Griffin also echoing some of those same thoughts from his point guard. Two, guys, two games to win there. You know, keep everything, uh, you know, in perspective. We, we, uh, we're going out to Vegas on a business trip, and we, we're facing a, a very tough team in Indiana to just beat another tough team in Boston. So uh, we expect our best, but, uh, you know, when we're at our best, uh, I, love, I love our chances. Tip-off today between Milwaukee and Indiana is set for 4 p.m. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ starting at 3.30. The Green Bay Packers have won their last three games, a big reason why, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. 
the play of quarterback Jordan Love, which has helped elevate this team, who now control their own playoff destiny. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, the guy couldn't make a single play. And now he's making them all the time. And lo and behold, they're winning. And now you look at the schedule at the Giants Monday night for Tampa, at Carolina, at Minnesota, home for Chicago. Five games left. Like, at the worst, they should go 3-2. and two. Maybe they go 4-1. and one. Shefty joining 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy earlier this week. The Pack will be back out on the practice field later this afternoon. And lastly, after an emotional loss last weekend to the Wisconsin Badgers, the 8th-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles bounce back as they easily beat 12th-ranked Texas 86-65. to Rebound, Iguodara. He'll kick it back oh, outside. Go Cam too. Jones, that's wide go. open three. It is. Too good of a shot to not go in. We got a timeout, Texas. The call on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, and with the victory, the Golden Eagles improving to 7-2 and two on their season with a home matchup set up for Saturday night against Notre Dame. A good bounce-back win for Shaka Smart and the Golden Eagles after... So, were you surprised at that game on yes. Saturday? Yeah, me yes, too. Yes, I was. I was too. Badgers, Wisconsin, it's always a heated battle, and sometimes the team that doesn't end up ha- going on to have that right. special year rises up in that particular game. Yep. Um, I was surprised that Marquette had such a poor showing. Equally surprised that the Badgers looked as good as they did, and they've continued. And they're in the so, top 25. Here we good go. basketball in Milwaukee. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. Uh, if I am a food producer, I'm looking at bowl games and saying, I can get a lot of love for a very reasonable amount of money to get into these bowls. Innovative. Some kind of a bacon bowl where you oh. just get something engrossed in bacon, mm. like a trophy that's bacon loaded. And Packers Hall of Famer. You guys laugh at this, but when you start looking at the bowls outside of the college football playoff, Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, what are we talking about? We're not talking about the Gasparilla Bowl. Right. We're talking about Pop-Tarts, bacon, and dipping chicken wings. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch, Eric asked a fantastic question this morning with regard to the Bucks. Playing tonight in the semifinals of this new in-season tournament in the NBA. A couple of steps to go before we get there. But if we win, if the Bucks win the in-season championship, how do we celebrate that? Do we raise the banner? Mm. Do we have a parade? Do we have just a gathering? What, <laughs> a gathering. Right? I feel like parade, uh, so- parade too much. No way, Parade. Uh, I would totally agree. I think that uh, if you want, I don't even think like you celebrate, you know, a lot of times you get a big win like that, there'll be people back at the airport or welcoming you home. I think if people want to do that, I'm okay with it, but you definitely put a banner up. And this isn't going to be like, you remember when the Indianapolis Colts lost to the Patriots and they put up a uh, AFC championship game appearance. <laughs> you don't want. We're world. Nope. Cha- we've been world champs. We're not interested in that. But with this, this is the first time this has been done. I think you can tell the players have really embraced it. I think it's been a big success. So I think you do a visual with that court because this in-season tournament is all about the new court. 
So you get the Milwaukee Bucks court to the blue, and I don't even recall what their other ones were, the blue, the light blue, and you throw that banner up and say the inaugural or the first ever in-season tournament champion Milwaukee Bucks. You fire that bad boy up at Fiserv, and I think that's probably all we need to do. Got to be like, yeah, The when that happens, there are various ceremonies and whatnot at that game. But outside, yeah, yes. come out maybe at the at the beginning and lift the lift the trophy, lift the cup. Well, how quick can you how quick can you get that banner put up? You want a banner? You I, probably I can get want you a banner it. by Saturday. Absolutely. I'll okay, get you, you can get the banner by Saturday, and then we get that bad boy, and you tell the fans when, so they have to get to the stadium early, and then I think you also. Just like uh, real estate, it's all about location. I think with this banner, I don't want it anywhere near the world championship banner. (laughs) I don't want it near – I want it like this needs to be more of in your office hidden away. This isn't out on the mantle, if that makes any sense. You're not putting that out in front front. So I I think it still needs to be in the building. There's some you put in the training facility. This, because it's the first – this needs to be in the building, but I think it can be burrowed a little bit. It does not need to be showcased, if that makes any sense. You have a patch that you wear on your uniform the rest of the year. Oh, I like that. Just kind of letting you know, hey, by the way, we won that thing mm-hmm. in the middle. All right, we put the patch on the shorts because <laughs> the big patches go on the jersey. That's right. That's somebody paid for. You know, in, memor- in memorandum or, you know, obviously world champ, whatever it is, this is a shorts patch which is different not worse not better but you know probably a little bit worse uh, where you still do it and it's not the same uh i guess showcase as what a world championship would be i'm comfortable with all that i'd still put i'd still put the banner in the in the main bowl of the arena i agree with the separation away from the world championship banners but now, you know. i have to look at the layout okay. of fiserv to give you a and, I'm going to be down for a Bucks game in a couple of weeks, so hopefully it'll take a little longer to get that. First off, hopefully we win it, and then it'll probably take more. Your banner guy is probably quicker than maybe the Bucks banner guy. I think they're going to probably take a little longer to get the thing all dialed up. But, yeah, I, I'm okay with it being sh- – it should be shown, but then I think after a while, I don't want for us to be able to have as an excuse as the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, we didn't get it done in June. But, man, you remember Vegas in December. (laughs) Fire that banner up big time. That's what I want to make sure our mentality avoids. And got to win the thing first. (laughs) Win tonight to get to the finals. Thanks, Tausch.